0: Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in. Today, I had the privilege of sitting down with Michelle Thomas, who is a network marketer. It's actually funny how we met. She was doing a Facebook Live on her personal Facebook about being an introvert in business, and a whole bunch of people started messaging me and tagging me in the video and saying, hey, you need to get her on your podcast. So I reached out to her, and she was gracious enough to lend us some of her time and impart some of her wisdom on us. Uh, we were able to talk about overcoming weaknesses and insecurities, sort of how she deals with public speaking, you know, her little tips and tricks, her mindset going into public speaking and going out on stage and everything. And last but not least, networking. Actually, one of my favorite parts of the conversation was when towards the end, I asked her if she had a billboard to put up, what would be her message to the world? And her answers were super, super good. Uh, So grab a paper and pencil, get ready to take some notes because Michelle gives us so much good information for introverts and for dealing with business and all that entails. So I hope y'all enjoy. All right, and we are good to go. Let me find you on camera again really quick. Okay, we're back. Okay, so first of all, what I want to do, we have Michelle Thomas here with us. And I want to talk a little bit about what you do. I want you to fill us in uh, for the listeners, what it is you do.
1: Um, Okay, well, I am a... Um, a network marketer, I guess. But I'm a home, I stay at home mom, really. Um, I'm a stay at home mom. I have three kids: a 16, a 14, and 11 year old. I'm married. I've been married for 18 years, and um, and so I had spent um, the first 10 years having babies and working in corporate corporate world, and um, and then over the past five and a half years, I've been with a network marketing company plexus and um i i went to the top of the company i'm a diamond ambassador and i spend my days helping to motivate and train people and help people um kind of find um i don't know see their dreams and visualize things and pursue things and um yeah so that's just a little bit about what i do
0: one of the main reasons i wanted to have you on here today michelle is because networking, you say your network marketing, networking is sometimes seen as like a, a dirty word to, to introverts. They don't want to do it, right? So it's super interesting to me that you were able to reach the top of a network marketing company as an introvert. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. But first, I want to go back and I want, to, I want you to tell the audience how being an introvert showed up in your earlier life whether that be in your childhood teenage years early adult life tell us what that looks like
1: um i mean like i remember my mom told me that i was always like i was like a really good kid i always liked to be alone and i could just sit and play rappers and i i think as i got older you know when i was in high school um i was kind of a little bit on the outside always i just didn't feel like i was just um, I, liked, I I didn't need a bunch of people around me, and you know, not just that, but um, even when I had, like, a group of friends, um, like, I wasn't, like, the cuddly, like, all sit on the couch, and, like, I mean, it's just, like, I never felt comfortable in those types of environments, so, like, I I definitely know that that, was, that showed up, I had a lot of, I mean, I had a lot of friends, but it was just, I always felt like I was a little bit on the outside, because I I didn't feel like I needed to be around a bunch of people all the time. And so that definitely showed up there. Um, I think sometimes um, just being awkward in situations. Um, So I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily like a personality trait of introverts, but I just tend to be awkward sometimes around people. I don't love small talk. And so, you know, like meeting someone for the first time, I mean, I've definitely come up come a long way with small talk but I just remember just times in my life I don't know like working um, where it was just like things like that were, were difficult. Um, yeah I, I just I, I think just being I like being alone and I, I, I think that's kind of been like an overwhelming theme um, that I'm fueled by having some time by myself. and when I when I start to be like become a crazy person or my husband's like what is wrong with you I tend to find I just haven't had any time to refuel. And um, and so I, I would say that that's probably the biggest thing for me.
0: You said that you are awkward in some certain situations, and you mentioned small talk. Can you think of any other ones?
1: Um. Well, uh, small talk is one. Just like walking into an event, just in general, like a like a party. Um. I just. Like I have to like give myself a pep talk before I walk in, like <laughs> just just so that I walk in with like confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like actually when I was first had kids and just like the stress of like a young mom and everything, I would like come into church and I'm like my husband would be on the worship team and he would like look out and he would be like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like nothing. I'm totally fine. He's like, you look like you're about to kill somebody. And so I also had to like work because I I think sometimes when you're an introvert, I'm not like expressing to everybody everything I feel all the time. Like I'm not a big oversharer, a big talker. Um, You know, I, I kind of think about things a lot. And so sometimes I can show up on my face. And it's like, people can get the wrong idea. So sometimes I've come across as like, not being like people thought that maybe I wasn't nice or rude and I'm like totally taken back because it didn't even I mean what like I I had no idea and so I think um I've had to learn how to like save face like and learn how to like work on like if I have a bunch of thoughts or things that are stirring inside like how to be able to not let like how other people perceive me as well. It's like, I've I've also, that's been like a a big, big thing.
0: (laughs) That's so funny that you mentioned that yesterday. My wife and I were out at a lunch with a friend and the waitress comes up to us for the first, you know, greeting or whatever like that. And I was staring in her direction. I wasn't necessarily looking at her. I was staring in her direction and I guess I had this scowl on my face. And the first thing she says is like, dang, staring daggers at me. (laughs) And I, and I like was like, you know, realized that she was there and I'm like, how, like what? I didn't know what to say. You know, yeah. it was that awkward sort of weirdness. And luckily my wife is an extrovert and she's used to that type of thing making up for me because I have that, you know, the, <laughs> the rest, the resting mean face,
1: yes, you know, yes, yes.
0: and I'm just like, and it's, I, I just told her, I just told my wife, she was like, what was that about? And I was like, I didn't even know that she was here. I was just looking in this direction and thinking I had some other projects and ideas on my mind, you know? <laughs> so that's so funny how that That seems to come up.
1: Yeah, it's so weird because I, you know, like my husband and I, if we get in any kind of like discussions even or like arguments, like I just tend to shut down. Like that's part of, like I just don't, my, my like coping mechanism, I guess is just like not talking and that's not been good. You know, that's (laughs) not a good part of that personality in those situations. So I definitely, being married to an extrovert is also, helpful because i think that i've definitely um grown because of that and he's he's probably um calmed down a little bit because he's married to me
0: i always knew that when i was growing up that i wanted to marry someone who is the opposite of me not in every way but in I, i knew that i wanted to marry an extrovert because i felt like i had um Some like good potential and whatever, but things that I felt like were coming from it, like stemming from an introvert uh, tendencies were holding me back, you know, so I thought maybe I could get someone to balance me out a little bit. And it's funny because just like you said, uh, you know, she is super extroverted. But now sometimes like for date night specifically, today's date night, and uh, she's like, well, maybe we'll just stay in, you know, and do that sort of thing. So we're kind of like meeting in the middle on those things.
1: Yes.
0: That's really funny. (laughs)
1: Yeah, sorry. Um, that, well, that's been like, some of our biggest um, sources of argument sometimes is when we go to big events or, you know, convention or like big, um, you know, retreats, uh, like the parties, you know, my husband's like, he wants to be there. And he wants to stay until the very last minute never wants to miss a thing. The more the merrier and life of the party. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I get to a point where I'm just done. Like, I'm ready to go back to the room. I'm ready to like, you know, get away from everybody. And so I've had to, um, you know, calm down a little bit and recognize like, okay, I can do this. You know, I can stay here for the whole time. It's going to be okay. And then he's also knows sometimes when I've just reached my limit and he's like, okay, we can go back. And so, um, so yeah, that's been, that's been a challenge.
0: Yeah. I like my wife and I have only been married for about six months, but we've been together for a, a, a couple of years. So it's funny how you learn how to uh cope with each other's sort of personalities you know because she's the same way whenever we go to events or anything like that she wants to stay 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 but then for me i don't know tell me if this is the same for you but like when i walk back into the hotel room or whatever the home is for that night mm-hmm. it's just like don't you feel like that wave of just like relief just like uh, type of thing you know yeah
1: yes <clears throat> like I you finally relax. like I can yes i look like Oh, breathe. Exactly. Yeah, sure.
0: So that brings up a good point. And it's a, it's a question that I want to talk about. Um, what are some things of being an introvert that have been um, a weakness for you? And then follow that up with how you've overcome them.
1: Yeah. Um. I think a weakness and my thing is just, you know, that sometimes it is awkward around people and everything I've really done in life is is actually a people business, you know, five and a half years ago, joining a network marketing company, I I actually told my friend who tried to get me started with her, I told her, I said, listen, I don't have the, I gave her every excuse. I don't have the right personality. Um, we had moved somewhere where we didn't know anybody. I never posted on social media. I never, um, you know, social media wasn't, I, I just never felt like I had anything of, I, I would look on social media, but I never was the one that actually posted anything. And, um, so I think the challenges for me was figuring out how to, because I don't think a personality like defines whether or not you can have success. What I, I really believe is, is if you believe in yourself enough to um, create success and what the giftings and talents that you have. And so, you know, when I joined, when I joined this company, I if I stayed, I was comparing myself for a while because I joined somebody that was very extroverted. And, you know, she was doing business in a certain way. And I finally had to get to a point where I had to figure out how Michelle Thomas was going to be successful. Like how, how was I going to be able to do this? And for me, it came differently. I had to go and um, attend networking meetings and I had to build a different network and I had to, um, I had to work one-on-one a lot with people. And, and I mean, I think for, I mean, there were challenges for me. I think that there, there were challenges just because I'm not a bubbly like over the top, you know, person, but I am a very focused person. And I think that the the thing that worked to my favor was that um, I'm like, I'm an, I didn't need an external motivation necessarily for me to get up and do something every day because I'm also like, I was very driven. Was like all or nothing. Once I decided to go all in, it was like all or nothing. And so I was going to like, because I was okay to be by myself. I was like, okay to like, just, message a bunch of people every day and and kind of do like the hard work that a lot of people struggle with i was okay because i was just by myself and doing it and i came up with my own game plan and you know I, i came up with my own strategies um probably the biggest thing that i had to overcome was um posting on social media putting myself out there um to be like I don't know, exposed in a way. Um, and also um, public speaking, like I was so deathly afraid of speaking. Um, I had this major, major issue, like where I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even play charades with my family. <laughs> like I would not even stand up. It's a terrible trade. game. Like, I, felt, I felt so like, it, it was like, I felt so dumb. Like I felt so like, like insecure that I couldn't even do that in front of my kids. It was just the weirdest thing. I look back and I think like, wow, I was like really messed up, you know, like the fear I remember getting getting started and, and just being at an event and someone asked me to just to share my story. It was just in front of like 10 people and I, I couldn't even speak to like 10 people. Like I had this like fear of public speaking and it was just, it was almost like, like, Like it was, it was intense. It wasn't just like a normal fear because it wasn't even, it didn't have to be in a large crowd. It was just like in front of just a small amount. But if I had to stand up and do something, it was like, that was it. And probably like, I don't know how many months it was into my journey, like three or four months. um, I realized that I wanted to have huge success. I wanted to go like, I wanted to go all the way. Like my dreams became bigger, like my goals became bigger, my vision became bigger. And um, and I listened to somebody and, and they were telling me, you know, the person with the marker makes the money. Eric worry said the person with the marker makes the money, meaning the person that's willing to stand up in front of everybody is the one that's going to make the most money. And um, and so. I told my husband, I'm like, I have to do meetings. I have to figure this out. Like I have to overcome this. And so I just um, planned meetings. Like I just planned them and I like would just, I literally memorized whole events like in my head and um, and I did it and I mean, I, I sucked at first, you know, like I wasn't good, but um, I think for the sake of the dream, like I overcame a lot of things for the sake of the dream. And um, the dream, if you have vision and you have a dream and it's big, then it overcomes a lot. And I think that he can even overcome personality challenges. And um, and I feel like through through having such a big vision and dream and goals, I feel like my um, some of the things that I would have considered as weaknesses way back have become a strength. And so, I don't know how that all works, other than the fact that. Um, sometimes we use our personalities as reasons that, you know, certain things hold us back. And I I think that it's just a matter of what we're comfortable with.
0: Something that you talked about was networking. You went out to network. I want to talk about a few things in particular, but start with networking. So you decided that you had to do networking events, right? I'm assuming that they have gotten a lot better. Tell us what like, like they were before and maybe the, I I know you talked about, um, little pep talks before you're coming out for, you know, doing these things that you're not necessarily comfortable with initially. Yeah. What does that look like? What's the dialogue for you look like and where, how did you get from A to B?
1: Well, networking, I used to do a lot of networking meetings, which I still do. We just moved to Nashville, Tennessee. And so we are in a new place. So like anytime I'm in a new place, like I got to make friends. And so um, networking is a good way to do that, but networking meetings. um, So I would sign up and it's just, you know, these meetings where you go to and just a bunch of people that are in business and you know, you walk into a room full of people. And um, you know, for me, I would just kind of find somebody that I felt like I connected with like a smile, like someone that I felt like, was warm and smiling and so I would just go and just try to sit down um, as quick as I could by somebody and kind of connect more one-on-one than you know in a group setting but um but what the biggest thing that was like frightening was the first time that I ever went to a networking meeting and you had to stand up and give a 30-second commercial about what you did and Um, I didn't realize this. Like, I didn't know how all of these worked. And I, I was still like in that deathly fearful state of public speaking. And to me, 30 seconds standing up in front of just a group of 30 people was it was seriously so frightening. And it still is a challenge. Actually, it still is a challenge. My husband, we just went to one, I mean, just a couple weeks ago, we're standing there. And it's like, as if I have had no success when I stand up sometimes. It's like as if I don't know what the heck I'm doing. And it still kind of haunts me a little bit. It's just that I mean, if I don't prepare myself, right, and I'll get to what I do to prepare myself. But like, if I don't prepare myself, right, it's still there, you know, it's still like, Mm -hmm. once sometimes that um, insecurity or sometimes that um, just backwardness wants to kind of like, plague me a little bit. But I remember standing up my first time. And all I, I just remember going white and I don't even remember what I said. I probably said something like plexus, weight loss. I don't even know. And so um, I probably sounded like a, just a, a fool. And so afterwards the guy that was running it comes up to me and he says, listen, he's like, you have got to get a grip. And I'm <laughs> like, and I didn't even know how bad I was, but he actually came up to me and said that. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just really struggle with public speaking and like standing up and he's like, he like gave me some tips that i i've like i carried with me he goes he goes let me give you a couple of tips about how to be successful in network marketing and he like gave me this tip and he's like you need to go back and you need to post on your social media three times a day and i was like what i never posted on you know like that and he's like no you need to post one thing educational one thing funny one thing inspiring he said you need to become the best you that you can be and that's the person that you know that's the person that's going to inspire the most people is that people want to be around somebody that's funny inspiring and smart and um i'm like okay i can do that and he goes and then keep coming back don't quit the people that that keep showing up are the ones that have the most success so i just kept doing it over and over again and i definitely have gotten better but um one of the things that i i have to do is i have to just literally like tell myself like, okay, I can do like, I literally have to like, I can do this, like, I I can do this. And then I have to um, also one of the things like the mentality that I had to come up with, um, a friend of mine told me that she said a lot of people that struggle with public speaking or struggle with like situations like that. It's a selfish thing. And I'm like selfish. And she there, she's like, Yeah, it's just because you're only thinking about yourself. And you're not thinking about the other people. And so every time I get in those situations, I have to think of like, okay, these people need what I have. Like, how can I, I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about them. I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about them. And that really helps. It's like just the total shift of how you like your, um, I don't know. It's just a shift of mindset. And then it comes across differently whenever I speak.
0: That reminds me of uh, a Jim Rohn. Well, actually it's from the Bible is find a way to serve the many. And, you know, So it's that type of thing too. It's just, it's you're giving yourself in service rather than I'm too scared. I'm not good enough for this. I can't do this type of thing. That's true. I've never thought about that. When you said that, I kind of was like selfish, but that is a really good explanation. So that is how you've overcome uh, a few of your challenges. I want to change gears now and go to what strengths you've seen as an introvert. I know you mentioned that in networking groups, you did that one-on-one type thing instead of going to a group type setting would you say that that is a strength of uh, an introvert, the one-on-one type thing? And what other strengths have you seen?
1: I mean, I think the strength definitely is that I am very good one-on-one, and I like to be one-on-one. And I actually, um, you know, I definitely am a relational type of person. And so, Um, I, I think I've built a lot of trust with people. I have a lot of loyalty on my team because people know that I truly care that I'm not just like putting something out there, but not following it up with actual like relationship. And so I think that that's been a strength. I, I think the strength too, is that I don't, I don't need, I don't, I don't really need a whole lot of people around me. You know, so um, this business is kind of you're kind of doing it like you're doing it with a lot of people, but you're kind of doing it on your own. And so, you know, the fact that I can do this from like the comfort of my home. So I'm like by myself, you know, or with my family. But then I also um, have like this huge army of people that like, you know, I can go and communicate with. But at the same time, it's like it's like I can shut it off if I need to. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's that's been good because I feel like I can just like I can work really hard I'm, I'm a achievement driven type of person and so um, so this you know This has given me an opportunity to um, Achieve things and so you know, that's been good um, I think that because I've recognized I've, I've been pretty self-aware of my personality um, I think that that's been a strength of mine, recognizing that people are motivated in different ways. And so even though I don't feel like I need a contest, so to speak, or I don't feel like I need a lot of fun in my life. Like, I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but I just don't need like a lot of cheerleading. Mm-hmm. Um, other people do. Mm-hmm. And so years ago, i worked in like retail and I was a manager and, um, we just talked about a lot of people are motivated by different things and so just because of my training and because of my own self-awareness to my own motivation i feel like i've been able to work with people um and kind of find find their 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 things you know that's going to help inspire them and motivate them so i think that that's actually been a strength because um because of that self-awareness um probably surrounding myself being surrounded with people that um, had dreams and visions and, and not allowing myself to be um, a, in, a, in a negative place um, has probably also been like, I think a big I don't know if that goes with like being an introvert. I just know that that's probably been like a, parts of my strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very consistent person. I am. um like a very, um, I'm a creature of habit. And so I think a creature of habit when it comes to business is very, it's like the top key to success. You know, it's like literally getting up and doing like the monotonous things every day. those add up to massive momentum. And most people, most people just don't do the stuff that gets them the success. And it's very simple stuff. You know, it doesn't, it's not like the hard things. It's actually the very simple, um, you know, do this, this, and this, and this every day. Well, it's not this, this and this, and this is not hard. It's the fact of doing it every day that's hard. Um, so I think just having the consistent personality, um, Yeah, just focus. I think I'm a very focused person. I'm a very like like you said, I mean, we internalize a lot of things. And so um, I think a lot. And so, you know, that's good. But I also implement a lot. I don't I don't overthink it truly. And um, and so I think that that's been a strength. I've always kind of known what I wanted. And so um, once I wanted something, I didn't really have to have a lot of um, people affirming it like I would just go after it. So I think that that's good. I think that because I don't need that big group of people around me, I could just run with something. And I think that that's been a strength. A lot of people, you know, need, you know, five people to, to validate them before they make a decision. And that kind of slows them down and like pursuing something like hardcore. And so um, I think that that's probably been another um, area that's, that's worked for me.
0: I wanna highlight a little part of what you said. And that was, you were self-aware. You had a lot of self-awareness with your personality. Where did that come from? Was it a parenting thing? Was it family, school? How did you become self-aware of your personality? When was that?
1: Um, I grew up in a church and we had a lot um, like they would always do like DISC personality or different um, different personality things um, and so I probably just through that and then also working in a corporate environment um, we did a lot of training of different personalities you know the different types of people I would hire um, you know talking about just Motivators and um, all of that and and just through all that training recognizing kind of where I fell on the spectrum Of all that and um, and then obviously through Through this company, you know, there's we talk a lot about personality traits, but I come at it from a place of Like I I love that you're self-aware like I think you should always be self-aware of everything Um, because You can't like if you're self-aware, then you can realize this is my personality holding me back, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't I'm not going to allow my personality to steal my dreams from my family. Like just because I'm an introvert doesn't mean I can't do something. Or, you know, and and I would say that the other way around, just because, you know, you you're um, you tend to procrastinate on everything or just because you tend to do something, you know, there's always things that could hold every person back. And so um, I think it's good because then then you don't allow there to be excuses and personalities can become a huge excuse in your life. And um, I just don't think they have to hold you back.
0: I totally agree. I know that for for myself, once you step back, almost when you see get like that third party view of a part of your personality that is holding you back, then you're able to kind of analyze it in a better way and say, this is where I need to change. And that doesn't come without being self-aware. I think so many people, just like you said, are just like, this is the way God made me. These are my limitations. Now, what can I do in life to just follow that path and not get better? You know what I mean? Yeah. This is just the way I am. That's how it has to be. Yeah. We totally get stuck
1: oh. well i mean people tell me like i'm shy i'm shy i'm just like well how's that is that helping you re- you know achieve your dreams like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's okay like you're shy but is that really an excuse like i don't know um my husband actually we've been teaching a class um rock the dream as we call it and one of the things that we talked about just last night was that fear is laziness and um and so like not just like fear of like you shouldn't put your hand in the hot burner but a lot of people have these like they're fearful of things and it's almost like that fear causes them to be comfortable with that it's like causes them to actually be lazy because oh that like i'm fearful you know so i'm not going to do something like you're actually choosing that like you're choosing that versus choosing something else choosing faith or choosing to pursue something like that it, it can it, that fear can cause you to just be lazy because yeah it's fearful to do things like outside of something that's comfortable but um so anyways so yeah like we love to kind of dig into all that and kind of make people think in different ways about all that
0: what personality type are you i'm assuming you know from the myers-briggs test
1: um it's Oh my gosh. I'd have to look up the numbers again. <laughs> is that the IS? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh-huh. Well, I know it's like, literally this is what I've been told that out of like the 200 or 150 top leaders in our company, there's only two of us. Really? Um. So it's like the rarest uh, combination. So I need to like go back and like get it back out. Um, yeah. So so yeah that's what it is. I I don't even remember the numbers.
0: That's interesting. I would really um actually I I'm really interested in knowing how many are introverts. How many diamonds are introverts? Because I think it would surprise a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that there's I mean in this type of industry, like you really don't have to be held back by your um by your personality because you You can do this. There's so many different ways to be successful in this. You know, people have done it through traveling, through parties, through groups, through just social media, through Instagram, through, you know, like extroverted things and introverted things. I think that it's kind of, I mean, there's both ways. So I think that there's probably quite a few introverts.
0: Mm -hmm. I always tell people that there has never been a time in the history of the world where it's easier to be successful as an introvert just because of social media. I mean, come on. That's like social media was invented by introverts and we should use it (laughs) to our advantage and exploit it and all that. Um, So I wanted to ask you, so I was reading, a am reading a book right now and I I want to get your take on this, but it was talking about the difference between extroverts and introverts and um, their success levels. And extroverts seem to be more successful as far as like rank in a company goes, you know, like CEOs and things like that, more extroverts, but that introverts has have a tendency to master things. What you've said so far, it sounds like you are very driven by mastery. Is that true or is there something else to it?
1: That's something interesting to think about. I mean, I don't like to lose. Right. So for me, I mean, that like, I was very competitive with myself. So if you consider being competitive with yourself, as like mastering something cause it's a personal thing,
0: totally. you know what I
1: mean? Um, I would say that that for, for me personally, I would say that that probably, um, is, I think though, that there is always some confusion a little bit about, um, being introverted and being sh- like, just because we're introverted, doesn't mean we're like, we're shy. Totally, you know, so um, so I don't know. I mean, I I had reached a point in my um, career before I had left to stay home with my kids where I could only hire people with degrees. But I didn't have a degree. And I was very um, I had moved up the corporate ladder very well and I was successful. And, um, you know, I think the thing for me is that I was so I was very personable. Mm hmm. And, um, and I was just very focused and driven. And I mean, I, I don't think that that, I think that that can happen, whether you're an introvert or extrovert, I think it's just how you're, um, like how it plays out a little bit. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know.
0: For me, it just seems like when I look at, when I, when I hear your story, what you've told me so far, it just looks like to me that like every single obstacle you had, you said, I want to be at the top of this, this company and that's it. And the desire for mastering whatever it was, it could be a whole different things for the ultimate goal of reaching the top, that that is seem as sort of a, a mastery thing, which is a very introvert type thing. So that's kind of what it seemed like doing yeah. for you. So speaking of books, actually, I want to ask you, what are you reading right now? Or would you recommend anything for your uh, introvert listeners?
1: Wow. Actually, um, our CEO of the company um, of Plexus is an introvert, mm-hmm. um, Carl Robinson. And um, he actually, the last time we, we did a, an event, he sent me a couple of his favorite books. And so I actually started reading um, this one, The Blue Zones of Happiness, mm-hmm. and then The Power of the Other. Okay. Um, so the startling effect other people have on you from the board, from the boardroom to the bedroom and beyond and what to do about it by Henry Cloud. So like super interesting. So I'm interested to see what he, um, why these are like his the favorite, the favorite books. So I just started on the Blue Zone of Happiness and it's it's like super interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes like when you're in a, in a business and when you're just like so driven and like all, like to me, I could work all day long. Like, honestly, I could, I could just work, 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 work. And I don't, I'm like, I don't need to have a whole lot of fun.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And so that's not necessarily really sometimes fulfilling. Like I can deplete myself pretty easily and um and so you know I so I'm excited about this because it's just talking about like fulfillment and being happy and being at rest and you still pursue things I don't know so it was like just starting in this book and I'm already like super intrigued by it so I'm excited
0: what are some ways that you find that you recharge I know a lot I know you talked about earlier um you know uh alone time I know some people uh are recharged some introverts are recharged by just one-on-one type of like meaningful conversation not like small talk not the fake sort of thing but like real meaningful conversation Mm -hmm. what are a couple of ways that you recharge
1: like i love to just i'll just leave the house and sometimes and i'll just um get on the phone with my mom just like my mom and i conversation it's just always like a recharge um also just if everybody leaves the house and leaves me at home by myself, that's like, it's like my, I could just like (laughs) happy dance, you know, just like give me an hour by myself Uh and at the house, you know, just where I can like make the bed and everything's pretty and I can light candles and it's just like, I mean, I am just like fueled for days. And then, um, the other thing is I love, love, love like antique shops, repurposed shops, like that. Um, secondhand stores, I love vintage, anything mm-hmm. and so but I so I love to just like go by myself though and just walk around antique shops and like just go and like i I will be like a new creation
0: after that. <laughs> a new creation that's good <laughs> I really like the 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 shops too do you think it has anything to do with being a i think a lot of introverts are called old souls, and I think you mentioned that actually in one of your Facebook lives. Um, yes. You think the antique thing is, too? I,
1: I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's so weird when I read that, because I've said this forever. I'm like, I'm an old soul. I'm an old soul. And Tim's like, what? Or why do you say that? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, Like, I am just like, I don't I, I think it's like I don't get into like all of the technology. Um, I love phone calls i i still talk on the phone i don't over text i um i love transformations i love old stuff i love old homes i love old streets i love big um i just oh like i could eat that kind of stuff up so i don't know where that comes from why is that but that's so weird
0: totally i've noticed that a lot with introverts people is they like this sort of like you know what i've thought about this and this is totally we're kind of rabbit trailing here but like It seems to me like um, uh, a genuine type of thing. Old things seem so much more genuine to me. They weren't like story.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: There's something a little bit more to it. And not only that, but I've even thought about it, even down to like the material-wise. Like they didn't make things out of like
1: yeah, Yeah. like like
0: leather, like old wood, like the metal kind of stuff. These are all like real, like genuine materials. You can't fake wood, you know, either it's yeah. wood or it's not. So it seems very genuine to me. And I don't know, I think I thought about it a lot. And I think that's one of the main reasons why I like old things. Yeah, just can't get away Introverts from it.
1: are the only like real people. Everybody <laughs> else is just super fake.
0: Yeah, they're all just fakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So I want to wrap up here. But I want to talk about one last thing. One last suggestion that you would have for uh, for the audience. And that was if you were given a billboard giant big old bill, billboard on the main road, uh, of life. What, uh, what would you have on, what would your message be? Oh gosh. Putting you on the spot there. We didn't talk about this beforehand.
1: You didn't, this is very much on the spot. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I live my life right now. Like, you know, I said this the other day, like, I I don't know. I mean, there's so many things that I live by right now. Um, For the sake of the dream, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, you know, don't let anything overcome you. You can, I mean, you can literally overcome anything for the sake of the dream. Relationships, you can overcome fears, um, personalities uh there's if the dream is alive which it is because it's from god then you can overcome it so i don't know i would probably say something like that but that's probably not even good i'm not even gonna like that when i get off here oh it sounds totally uh,
0: original i can see it now up on a billboard like in black and white the nice mm-hmm. font for the sake of the dream
1: or the dream wait a minute what was the other thing that i tell people all the time the dream waits on no one true story the dream waits on no one. That's another one. Uh, the other one I said the other day, the other thing I said is inspire or shut up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I like that.
1: Um, that, you know, just either say something inspiring, inspire someone else or else don't talk. Yeah. If you're not going to say something that's like lifting people up, drawing people to something greater, bigger then just don't say anything.
0: You know what? I think that's, I think that one's even better because that would, uh, that would transcend all audiences. I think with, uh, the other ones, you might have to dig a little deeper into, you might have to really think about it, but with this one, it's straightforward. Yeah. And it might be, it might be good for our, for our extroverts too. They just need to shut up sometimes. (laughs) Just kidding. Sorry. All introverts or extroverts. Sorry. Um, but anyway, yeah. So let's wrap that up. Thank you so much for being on here. It was a pleasure talking with you. We had a great time. Uh, so many good, uh, you know, little tips and tricks for information on how to deal with different things in business and as an entrepreneur in, um, in the introvert world. So thank you so much for being on.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: thanks for listening. Once again, this was Michelle Thomas. If you want to learn more about her and what she does, her and her husband actually do uh, an online YouTube live called Rock the Pink Live. You can find that at youtube.com slash rock the pink meetings. And again, that's every Monday night. Uh, They also have an online six-week business course called Rock the Dream, and you can find that at www.rockthedream.vision. Last but not least, they also have an online health and fitness business. You can find that at www.upfit.fit. If you have any introverts that you think could use this information or benefit from this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, like it, share it with your friends. Sure. Appreciate it. And we will see you next time.